Have you ever struggled with anger? If you have, you're not alone. And today's guest is going to be talking with me in a really open conversation about how anger affected her as a homeschool mom and about the healing that God can provide to those of us who struggle with any sort of sin. But particularly, we're going to focus on that today. My guest today is Peggy Ployer. She is the founder and CEO of SPED Homeschool. And we're going to have an honest conversation today that I think is going to bless and encourage you. Remember, you guys, bad days don't make bad moms. This is the Heidi St. John podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. I am excited to have a brand new friend on the show today, and you guys are going to love her. But before I get into that, I want to let you know that today's podcast is being sponsored in part by my friends at The Bible in Stories, and you guys can go to BibleInStories.com. I get asked all the time about our favorite books for family devotions. And you guys, it's just perfect to simply read the Bible. The Bible and Stories is something every family should have. You can just open it and read a little bit each, each day. It's great for brand new believers too. Go to BibleInStories.com forward slash Heidi. That's BibleInStories.com forward slash Heidi. It's not often that I meet someone who is willing to be vulnerable and talk about the ups and the downs of homeschooling, particularly those of us who have struggled off and on with seasons of difficult emotions. Maybe we came from trauma in our own childhood, and then you try really hard not to bring it into your own family, but you find that you still struggle with it. Well, I'm really happy today to have Peggy Ployer on the show. I think you guys are going to be really encouraged, and I'm just so glad for women who lead and Peggy is one of them. So Peggy, welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad you're here. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to our conversation. I am too. You have, um, you are the founder of SPED Homeschool. You have a son, a special needs son. Uh, tell us a little bit about you. This is your first time on the show. And yeah. I'm just so excited for my audience to become acquainted with what with what you do. But tell us a little bit about how you uh, got interested in, in homeschooling? What started you off on your homeschool journey? It's kind of a funny story because we lived in Oregon, um, in Portland, and we belonged to a church. And everybody at my church said, oh, you would be so good at homeschooling. You got to come to this conference. And, you know, homeschooling was really um, just kind of starting. At that point, conferences were at churches. You know, there, there was never a big conference. And so I went to this conference. I came home and told my husband, I said, these are not my people. I am not going to do that. <laughs> we moved to Minnesota then, and I put my son these in a private school. My people. <laughs> these are not Did my people. Did you go people. to the Ocean Conference? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm one of the very first ones. Yes. I, I also went to an Ocean Conference, and that was my first reaction to you. I'm like, these are not... You're from Portland? Yeah. Well, we had lived in Portland. Both my boys were born there. And then we moved back to Minnesota um, and just to be closer to family as our parents were aging. And um, and so then that's when I put my son in private school and they um, he was in the principal's office basically every day. And the principal was so sweet. Um, she's like, there's some issues here. Is this um, your oldest then, child? My oldest, yes. Okay. And and really, it is um, through a progression of a lot of different things, we've realized that this high-functioning autism diagnosis, which he eventually got, the, the principal kind of already was aware of this diagnosis. I didn't even know what was going on. I was blaming myself because I had a lot of anger issues, and I thought, oh, great, I'm ruining this child, and that's what's making him not be able to, to handle school. Um, 
and and all that mom guilt on me. Uh (laughs) But, um, but it's, it's now just within the last year, my daughter was finally diagnosed with EDS, um, elders Danlos syndrome, which, um, sometimes gets misdiagnosed as autism. Um, it's a connective tissue disorder that affects the, um, uh, your, your ability to go out of fight or flight. And so it's something that I actually suffered from, um, and is a, a genetic disorder. And so, so it was, it, it, everything has just kind of come together in this last year for my family about how we have this disorder that um, has leads to a lot of different things if we can't find our calm. And God has been teaching us very slowly how to do that um, in so many miraculous ways. But um, but anyways, yes, so that's kind of how my homeschooling journey started was my son basically got kicked out of kindergarten. And <laughs> that just sounds like Peggy, that is a great title for a book. My son got kicked out of kindergarten. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I, he was so depressed. He's, his words to me at five were, mom, it's like God has laid an egg and that's me and a, and a snake has come and swallowed me up. Oh, boy. And I knew her, he was because I had been suffering from suicidal depression since fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was still battling it when we started homeschooling too. Wow. And, and so there was so much going on and I'm like, I am not the person to be teaching my kid. <laughs> You're making a mistake. God. I think a lot of people can re- yeah. relate to that. There's a lot of people listening to this mm-hmm. right now who pull their kids out in the middle of the Rona. Oh yeah. And they've mm-hmm. probably already had the moment where they're just yeah. like, this is not for me. I can't right. do it. I, I mean, yeah. how many of us mm-hmm. have heard? I don't have the patience to do oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I could never no. do that. And you have an, <laughs> you have another child as well. I have three. Yeah. Have three. So I have okay. two boys and then a girl. And okay. um, so my two two boys were born less than two years apart, and then my daughter was born five years after. And so she's. They're all now graduated from my homeschool. I homeschooled for nineteen years. Um, wow. So, so yeah, but now we're dealing with some mental health issues, lots of things with my middle child. Um, and then my, my youngest who was just diagnosed with EDS, she had, she's only one the official diagnosis. Um, but she has a lot of like crippling issues that keep her from be- being mobile even sometimes. So, mm. so yeah, just, just constant things, but so glad that our homeschooling journey brought us close together because mm. my, my middle son could be living on the streets right now the the trauma he went through um, tore him apart, wow. and um, I'm just so thankful that um, that God has restored the relationships in our family mm-hmm. through homeschooling, mm-hmm. and has allowed us to be able to just continue that road together. Even though they're adults, they're still my kids, and I still have to continue to pour into them. Yeah, yeah, it's really mm-hmm. true. As a as a mom with uh, six adult kids now, mm-hmm. I can tell mm-hmm. you, uh, <laughs> and you want to keep those relationships strong. I think yeah. it's interesting, you know, people going into homeschooling, and there there are two different uh, ways. I think sometimes we look at it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes moms go, "Okay, I can't do that because everything I've only ever seen is just the Pinterest perfect homeschool, uh, right?" Yeah. And we see yeah. the birds are mm-hmm. singing and the laundry's folding yeah, itself, uh-huh. and the gnomes <laughs> show up, and the there's the Proverbs 31 women. And of course she had a servant as everyone knows. Yes. <laughs> and then there's the other side where you just see, you know, there's the, the, uh, the kids are screaming all the time. The house is chaos, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And you, you said something that I think a lot of moms can relate to. And that's that you had anger issues mm. going into homeschooling your kids. And yeah. I can tell you right now, 
I tell this to moms all the time. You want to find out how wicked you are? Homeschool your kids. Like, oh, yeah. You, yeah. you, you want to find out, like, do I have a breaking point? Here's oh, how yeah, you'll know, you right? Do. Here, yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, you definitely do. So, but you said that you kind of came into this with anger. Was there anger in your family? Yes. Uh, yeah. Did you come from that? I did. And it, it was very played down um, and actually sort of um, played down to one point, but then it got to a point where my family went to counseling, but I was a teenager and I basically said, nah, not my issue mm-hmm. and walked away from it because I, I could internalize it to a certain point. But when I had kids, boy, that came out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've never fought with my husband. This is the crazy thing. Our marriage has been so amazing, but my anger was always in what I couldn't control. Mm. And I was, I mean, I was a physicist before I had kids. I, um, I worked in, with the FDA regulated medical products. I, I had the career of all careers. I made double what my husband did. And I, I mean, I ran the show and I once saw the, the movie, um, the devil wears Prada. And I watched it with my babysitter who was babysitting for me at homeschool. And I looked at her and I said, that would have been me wow. had God not saved me. Wow. I became a Christian the same week my oldest was born. And You're kidding me. No. No. Oh my word. I was doing an experiencing God study and <gasps> Oh it yeah, one of my favorites. My life. Changed in my mine life. too. Yeah, in yeah. the 90s, boy, I'll tell mm, you. Yeah. 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 And um I had grown up in a very strict Catholic upbringing and it was all by the rules. It was never um faith based and um I just kept you know, the, the piling of all the guilt and the shame and just, um, I, it just totally changed me. But, wow. um, but yeah, it, it was something that, um, it, it took a long time for me to just be able to forgive myself and, and, um, and then move forward with my, my kids and change that. What did it look like for you? So I think it's pretty common for, for moms, I think, especially if you grew up, because you and I sound like, I mean, I didn't grow up in a strict, in a strict Catholic home, but I grew up in a very strict home hmm. and my dad was very, very angry. Hmm. And so when I, when I got married, I mean, I was dealing with all kinds of things, you hmm. know, panic problems and, you know, people who've listened to my show or read any of my books know that I spent many, many years on anxiety medicine, just trying hmm. to, um, just trying to, uh, to figure out yeah. You know, how could I get from one, you know, one uh, situation in my home to the next with hmm. and just have peace at home? I just yeah. so desperately yeah. wanted there to be peace. But anger kind of manifests itself in a, in a really hmm. unique ways in, in homeschooling in particular. What was it looking like for you? Like to the point where you're like, okay, I have to, I got to get a handle on this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a point that I needed my timeouts more than the kids needed them. Um, <laughs> Mama and I needs time out. Some... Mama's in the corner. Exactly. It's just, I'm going to hurt somebody if I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I've got to leave. Um, mm-hmm. And just being able to step back from that was a huge stepping point for me. And I would just plead to God. I'm like, you said, you said you would make good out of all things. I do not even know where good can come from this. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, calling out his promises and, yeah. and saying, I believe this. I don't know where how it's going to happen. I, I know nothing. You've you've called me to to be at home with my kids. You know it stresses me that I can't get out of this fight or flight. I didn't quite understand, you know, all of that that was going on with my vagus nerve, and that I couldn't reset it. Um, but now looking back, you know how how much mercy God has on us 
in those places because he knows and he, and he allowed me not to know for a long time to, to pursue him more mm-hmm. and um, t- to pursue what he wanted for what was happening in that. And for me to really dig into how do I train my kids and, and how do I tell them to search for God versus, you know, well, this is just a tip or trick to get you calmed down. And now we're going to go back. It, there was bigger lessons to be learned and he didn't answer all the prayers right away. Um, and I remember pleading with God saying, okay, this needs to be fixed and this needs to be fixed. And, you know, I'm talking about you know all these things in our family. And I find that the answer to my prayers was God said, you need to move. <laughs> and and he moved us out to this farm in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. And for five years, we raised chickens and cows and raised our own. I mean, this was no dream of mine. I never wanted to be a hobby farmer. <laughs> so you're not like you're not like the crunchy. There's so many of them on Instagram right now, like all the crunchy moms who are just like, you know, uh, the chickens and the and the you know everyone's following this chick right. called Ballerina Farm, and she's got hmm. like eight eight kids. I think she just home birthed okay. her last one. She's also Mrs. America. Don't follow her. It's really okay. annoying yeah. and also really kind of <laughs> addicting. But I think, you know, it, it is, I mean, God pulls us out of our comfort zone. I never mm-hmm. wanted to homeschool my kids. I right. was just like, what woman in her right mind wouldn't be locked up with her kids for 18 years in a row when a yellow bus come take away for free? Yeah. Like I, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't understand. <laughs> and when God pulls you, I mean, I think what you're saying, I mean, you, you know, correct me if, if mm-hmm. I'm, you know, way out in left field, but I think that homeschooling is as much about the parents and the mom, especially Absolutely. as it is about the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we teach our most important lessons by what we do and not what we yeah. tell our kids. And we, he requires us to go through that journey. And if we just say, oh, no, it's just about the kids. It's just about the books. It's just, you know, all this stuff. We miss the biggest thing that God is doing. And the one thing that we can change is us. Mm-hmm. you know, and our attitude and our response. We can't change our kids. Mm-hmm. Our kids have a choice. And I, you know, the more as, you know, you're talking, you know, as our kids become adults, we realize how little control we do have. Um, and, but yet we, can I show my kids that there's peace, that there is purpose, that God has everything. That's how I need to live. Mm-hmm. And I need to live it shining as his light and not my own. And so when you realize, because I think you're right, I mean, anger in a parent um, is devastating in the life of a child. Yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. devastating. That is how I grew up. I never knew what was going to set my dad off. Mm-hmm. I never knew when, yeah. you know, a milk cart was going to get hurled across the kitchen mm-hmm. table or mm-hmm. I just never knew. And it, and it, um, it kind of hardwires you, I think, especially when you're a child, your, your brain it then does. you can sort of hardwired for you know, you're trying to react to this person who's having Mm -hmm. a hard time controlling their anger. What were some things that helped you? I mean, obviously it sounds like the Holy Spirit just showed you, okay, you got to handle this, uh, get a handle on this. And now I'm going to have you homeschool your kids. And oh, hey, Mm -hmm. by the way, you're going to do it on a farm in Minnesota. Right. Mm -hmm. How, what are some of the tools that the Lord showed you? Some things that you, because there's a lot of people both, I I guarantee it, both men and women who are listening to this right now who are like, oh shoot, that's me. Like I'm angry. Yeah. I'm the mm-hmm. one who's losing mm-hmm. my my temper with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we? Yeah. How can we move away from that? What are some things that helped you? Yeah, the the biggest thing that helped me was realizing that when I was angry with my kids, it was I was angry about something that was an unjust. You know, something that was in their character that wasn't right. It didn't mean that 
that I had to fix them though. And I, I'm kind of that fixing type of person. I'm an engineer, (laughs) Um, but, but yet God needs to fix them. So how can I coach them now through this instead of fixing them? How can I help them to understand this is not a thing that, that they should be doing. This is what God's standard is. Now let's work together to get there. I'm not your enemy. The, this thing is the enemy. So let's turn together. Let's focus on this. That was a huge turning point for me, was realizing I'm not here to fix it. I'm here to help this child learn how to cope with it and their own sin patterns, whatever is causing this issue that keeps arising that I get angry about. Um, if I can reframe it into this is a battle for both of us. This is a battle mm. for God. This is a battle that we need to look at that shouldn't pull us apart, but should bring us together. And that was a changing moment. Um, when you were talking earlier, another thing was the guilt of what yeah. had been, um, what what relationship I had severed in that process. And God answered that because I pleaded with him kind of after all of this had had become in the background. I was, I was just amazed when, when my third daughter, when my third child was born, my daughter, I, I didn't want to have kids again. I experienced postpartum depression and and anger so badly that I just said, I I can't do this. And then I found I was pregnant again. And I was like, okay, God, I'm either going to laugh or cry, um, but you got to promise that this will be different. And it was amazing. I never had any issues with her. Um, She doesn't even realize what her house was like with me angry. Um, And it's, it's been such a testimony to me that God can change things like that. But yet he had a purpose in it for my boys. We were at a, a track and field event one day and um, and my pastor was there with all his kids who always followed him like the little ducks in a row. And yes, I always yes. envied that family because I'm like, they don't have any <laughs> anger issues. They've, you know, all their children just kind of do what they, they say to do. And here's my kids running around like, you know, mask right. craziness. Um, and, and the dad went to the, the car to change the ba- baby's diaper. And he said, can you just watch my boys? Um, I'm like, oh yeah, we're good. Um, and while he was gone, it started pouring down rain. And, and to the point you couldn't even see. And so here's my, my pastor's two sons. They start to panic because they can't find their dad. Uh, And yet my boys are standing up and yelling directions at everybody going, you get over here. And, and, and God just quietly said to me during that moment, it's because they need to be strong. And it wasn't so much that it's your sin is going to ruin them. I left it there for a purpose, and um, and I will I will make good with this, and um, and I remember that, and I've seen the things that my boys have faced in their adulthood, and they have had to be strong, and and so I'm I'm thankful. I'm sorry that you know it had to play out that way, but that was God's plan, and I can't be angry at God about how He decided that that was the way that He was going to work in my kids' lives and mine. Well, and it's a reminder that God really does use everything. And I think moms are particularly um, susceptible to guilt, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To, uh, you know, anxiety. I I would like to tell moms, like, look at us. We're like Captain Anxiety, able to leap to the worst conclusion in a single bound, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And and it's important. And I think you're making such a beautiful um, case for the fact that bad days don't make bad moms. 
that God really can redeem it. And I love that. um, I mean, every, every mom I know, well, almost every mom, I, we've all had a moment when we're like, or maybe we, it's not just a moment, maybe it's Mm. a pattern and that's what we don't want. Right. Right. The the moments are one thing. The pattern is something different. And you had recognized in your life, this is a pattern Mm -hmm. and I don't want to stay in this place. And I think it's important for um, the moms who are listening, who are like surrounded by little ones and they're, they're, they're overwhelmed. And oftentimes we, you know, we take that overwhelmed feeling out on, on our children. Was it good yeah. for you? Um, looking back, cause I, I keep going back to kind of the tools thing. So like mm-hmm. for me, one of the things that I learned to do was just recognize, Oh, Hey, mama needs, you know, five minutes in my closet mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> or I had this like double lug. I used to go my husband would come home from work and there lots of times I would call him and just be like, listen, I need you to come home right now. If you don't come uh-huh. home right now, it's going to be a homicide or suicide, but someone's going to die. Like <laughs> I need you to come home. And he would come home and hmm. I would, he would walk in the door and he would hand me the keys to the car and I would just get in the car and I would, hmm. you know, back in the days when I actually really liked, tar- I used to love Target. Nope. Nobody <laughs> grieves, nobody grieves the woke, broken Target thing more than Heidi St. John, because I would go to Target and just, Wander around. They had, they used mm-hmm. to have awesome. Uh, I mean, Peggy, really. You mm-hmm. you have to remember this. They used to have awesome clearance at Target. I and I didn't really shop Target, and I just lived in Minnesota. Smart woman, like the, the home of Target. <laughs> smart woman. See, you were just ahead of the curve. I don't go there anymore. I've been there for seven or eight years, but I used to go and just wander around the clearance aisle because you know eighty five percent off clearance mm-hmm. section, and. And I just was like trying to get the voices in my head to stop talking to me, right? I had to get away from the voice of condemnation. It was like, mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you're a terrible mother or everybody else's house is cleaner. Everybody else's kids are more respectful than yours. Every, no one no one else's child loses their math books. My kids were perpetually losing their <laughs> math books. And I was like, why are you losing your math book? I put your name on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. put it in a cubby. It's over there for you, right? Right. And I realized, okay, I needed to like be able to step away hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit yeah. and just hit hit the reset button how important right. is it absolutely for, and you have to find out what resets to, you too yes because yeah. for somebody else i would say shopping that makes me anxious um yeah. i mean i me, wouldn't buy anything because yeah. i was broke yeah but right. i was <laughs> wandering around and just like no one else i just wanted mm-hmm. to go someplace where nobody knew my name and nobody uh, was calling yep. me mommy mm-hmm. and no one wanted a drink of water and no one was bickering with their sister right yeah. Or or yeah. I didn't mind watching other people's kids bicker because hmm. it wasn't my circus. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. For me, it was speaking. Um, I had led MOPS groups, mothers of preschoolers. I had started multiple groups in Minnesota, and I was actually the area coordinator for Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So I was doing leadership training um, across those states. And so for me, during homeschooling, my out was I – kept speaking engagements and I, I had a babysitter. That. So I was like, this yeah. is my di- my speaking day. My babysitter would come in. She was a homeschool student. I'm like, you do homeschool for me and I'm leaving. And I, I needed that. I needed that adult conversation. I needed to just have a ministry of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that just, it gave me that, that timeout that I needed um, to take that mommy hat off because I, I, my programming growing up was I wasn't, I never even thought of having kids until yeah. I thought of having kids <laughs> and, or that I had my first child. Um, Isn't I was so career driven. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what, what, what the Lord can do with a mom who's willing to just say, 
what do you want? And be led right. by the Holy Spirit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where the healing comes. That's where the trajectory changes come. Absolutely. That's where generational change happens in families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to you have, so you have a, a special needs son. And when did you found SPED Homeschool? Because that's kind of your jam. That's sort of what, so tell us a little bit about that. Because I'd love to have you back on sometime when you've got more time and really dig into some of the issues around special needs homeschooling. Mm-hmm. It's such a big topic. It is. But yeah. tell us a little bit about so, SPED. So I actually was the original special needs consultant for Mache, Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators. And then um, when I moved to Texas, I filled that same role for the Texas Homeschool Coalition. So I had been in in the industry in the background um, doing a lot of work and 15 years in realizing, you know, a lot of these people, I'm telling them the same thing. Here's how you put out the fire. Here's how you get your child out of school. Now, good luck. I have nothing to send you to. Take luck. Yeah. And <laughs> and so I really prayed into that body URL at the beginning of 2017 and going, okay, God, you want me to write a blog? I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Um, and by August, I had a nonprofit. <laughs> we we talked on my show a bit about nonprofits. But anyways, I had no yeah, idea what you I was wanted, getting That's a great way into. to go broke, start a nonprofit. Yeah, yeah yes. well, it kind of still is. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a resource. We've been around since 2017. That's This broadcast actually started because of a gap year of my middle child saying, Mom, you're running out of content. You need to start interviewing people. <laughs> and so that's uh, where my, my podcast came from. Um, but and if people want to find your podcast, yeah. where is it? Um, it's on Salem. It's with Salem Media. We they have uh, Life Audio is their their new podcast network, and so it's on there. But if really you can look, Empowering Homeschool Conversations is on any podcast network. I and, love it. Um, and so yeah, so we just talk about teaching diverse learners and lots of different um, guests from different backgrounds and and expertise and moms. And I'm actually bringing on um, four co-hosts because I've started a second business and I don't have enough time to do everything anymore. We've we've automated a lot of the website just because we have so much content up there now. It's hard to find, but, but it's a resource now. It's a a place for parents to go and say, yeah, I'm not alone. There, there is things out there and, um, and there's resources for me to be able to use. So, so that's kind of how SPED Homeschool came to be. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's what I didn't have. I mean, when I started homeschooling, there was two books that existed total on high functioning autism. (laughs) Nobody even knew what that was when I started. And I was like, okay, so how do I teach a child when I don't even know what, they're struggling with. Um, but, but yes, so my oldest, um, he graduated a year early, actually out of our homeschool, um, went to welding school. And then after welding school came home and said, mom, I don't really think I'm supposed to be a welder. God, I think is telling me I need to go to college. I was like, what? (laughs) As a child that's (laughs) like, I hate school, never wrote a paragraph for me, nothing. I got straight A's in almost in college, um, graduated with a biomedical. Because he had motivation. Yes. Yes, exactly. He knew what he wanted to do. And so he got his degree in biomedical engineering. And he now works for in Jacksonville, Florida. We were actually there visiting him last week. Um, 
And he designs plates using a 3D pen that fit into people's jaws and skulls for surgeons when they replace those bones. Wow. Uh, it's just amazing. And so he just loves it and he loves where he's at. Um, God. And how old is he now? Yeah, he's 26. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yep. And uh, then I've got a 24-year-old and a 19-year-old. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. But goes by it, fast, doesn't it? It huge. Yes. <laughs> way too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way too fast. Well, this has just been uh, delightful. I'm so glad to have you on the show, Peggy. And let's, uh, let's, I'll keep you on the short list and we'll get you back on what I want to awesome. talk more about homeschooling special needs. As I said before, it's so important, but I appreciate um, being able to introduce you to my audience this way as just mm. this, a homeschool mom who struggles like everybody else. And I love yeah. that, um, that you're vulnerable enough to say this was hard yeah. and yet God redeemed it. And Absolutely. that's what he does. He he's, does. He's the redeemer. So mm. people can find you mm -hmm. again at, at, uh, it's sped homeschool. Spedhomeschool.com. And, yeah, and the podcast, the podcast is, is empowering homeschool conversations, empowering homeschool conversations. Well, Great. Peggy player, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, let's, let's, let's stay in touch. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Heidi. If you guys want more information on today's guest, you can head on over to the show notes. I will link back to both of those websites. Be sure and follow Peggy's podcast. I'm sure it's going to be a blessing and an encouragement to you. You guys, God wants to redeem whatever story you came from. Bad days don't make bad moms. And you guys can do this thing. God is going to help you do it. I hope you guys have been encouraged by this. I know I have. We appreciate you listening. Appreciate you leaving reviews for the show wherever those are available to do so. And also answering polls. You can go over to Spotify and do that today. And we hope you'll take advantage of that. We're going to ask you a homeschool question. So hop on over there and uh, you guys can check that out. Thank you for listening. I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture. <laughs>